It's funny, like the little blurb it gives to me on Google, it says Victor Salva was arrested for sexual abuse and possession of child pornography in 1988. Jeepers Creepers 3 hits theaters for one night only on September 26th. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Not the chuttle. Chuttle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepypasta. Please. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Posticle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends take a look at the curious world around us. And what do I mean about the curious world around us? Well, we like to take a dive into movies, music, mystery, and history, dabbling in the gruesome, ghoulish, grisly, and gnarly, and almost always touching in the world of the macabre. Uh-huh. Working on it, you know, it's going to become a lot f- more fluid. I remember oh, the word from I, last you're, time. I, you're no, it's, I like it. it. I love it. It's real. It's really like got its form, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like at this point you're ju- you're just doing your final. I'm touches, throwing all it's, sorts it's... of like uh, adjectives and and verbs. I don't know if there's verbs in there. I don't really know words. Like, words. It's a lot there's of words. a lot of words in there, and I'm getting them all in there. They all have right? letters in them too. <laughs> that beautiful, beautiful voice. You hear chiming in. Exact alliteration is what we were going for on it. You hear mm-hmm. chiming in is the one and only at Chuddle the Sam on Instagram and Slasher. Are, that, are those ones we're doing right now? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter as well. Oh, but Twitter. You yeah, wouldn't you know can, it. You wouldn't know it from the way he's not on it like me too. But uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. It is good to be here. You're welcomed anytime. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, it's good to be welcomed anytime. I and that's the last have... time you're getting that. Oh, bummer. Well, because you're welcome anytime. Be... I don't need to repeat that. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll let you I know mean... when you're not welcome. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> I have been good. Nothing too exciting. Not a whole lot new. I just got back into Supernatural, so that's been fun. Oh. And then other than that, just kicking it. It's cold in Florida. Oh, brr. I was, it was... 33 degrees Ooh, couldn't that believe nice. it i mean for florida that's no that's freezing that's for you guys yeah it's it, was a, it had to be the coldest as soon as it hits 60 but... right it's like sweater weather sweater weather <laughs> sweater it's the sweater weather yeah is that is that not normal <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that i mean i i don't know it's it, it's only probably i think it's probably in the 20s right about now where i'm at so it's not too bad uh mm-hmm. yeah, it warmed up a little bit from the past couple of days around here uh, that other voice that you hear agreeing with, you know, sweater weather oh, in Florida yeah. is our lovely at Chuddle the Ross on Instagram and Slasher. How are you doing? You know, not uh, not too shabby. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome, humans. <laughs> not too. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, I uh, recently had my birthday, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Another trip around the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely feeling uh, old in my bones now, and uh, I can tell you're a year older. You look a year yeah. older. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Last week. I, I look terrible. Tell. I mean, obviously, well, ladies and gentlemen, you can't see what I look like, but it just it got worse. I just woke up and it just terrible. I look like are you? Sand- <laughs> are you sure you're only a year older? 
Yeah, I aged. I'm like, I kind of Rip Van Winkled. I woke Ooh. up and I'm just... <laughs> uh, so I alleviated that by uh, watching the... Uh, I'm actually binge listening and now watching Archive 81. Because Archive 81 is that new uh, series on Netflix. Netflix and mm-hmm. I watched the first one. Pretty interested in it. Yeah. And then I uh, I binged on season one of the podcast and it was really good. It's like 15 minute increments. So you What's can pretty much the knock podcast out season one. Recapping the episodes or? No, the, uh, the podcast predates the show. So the... Show it's is basically based on the podcast. I gotcha. Yeah, the show's based on the podcast. So it has these kind of like 15 minute increments where you kind of have the editor or the uh conservatist. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh working on these tapes. So you're kind of he's being recorded the entire time. Right. So you're getting his perspective and then also the recordings. And it gets way crazier. There's interesting. Little, yeah. The, the, yeah. I, I watched some of the show. I watched a couple episodes of it. And I was like, this is interesting at first, but then I kind of was just like I get it, and I got a little bored, but I wanted to keep watching. Yeah. The podcast sounds interesting. Why can't we come up with anything interesting like that, guys? Because yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the dumb one, and I'm running things here. <laughs> <laughs> running, running, editing everything. Running. <laughs> I don't yeah, run right. shit. In uh. uh, me, that person saying all these, uh, having these uh, delusions of grandeur is the one and only at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? Because why not? Follow why not? me. Follow me at Chuddle the Brian with a... Why? Because why not? That's it. Uh, Instagram and Slasher. I would love it. Hit me up. I'm kind of on there. What? I post every now and then. Love to hear it. Yes, Sam. It's just Chuddle the Brian. There's all that why because Brian with a why. That's just a fun little tag on the end. It's not, it's not the whole long name. name. Or yeah. is it? I'm sorry. If you thought that was the whole name, I don't. I don't. You're dumb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm alienating Wait. people now. I, I'm just going to call it. <laughs> I I I, started I thought before. it was the whole name. <laughs> He's dumb. <laughs> Who's the dumb one now? Exactly. Finally, I can guys. take that crown off for a bit until we get over to the the movie uh, today, because I think I'm going to be the dumb one again. And speaking of the movie today, we will be doing another twofer for you guys. That's a uh, a Ross and a Sam exclusive coming up on this episode, Ooh. and I'm going to sit back and just offer my. Uh, witty remarks hopefully my uh dumb oh, you takes always, on things you always come packing my inability to fully comprehend the movie i'm watching <laughs> or, or to uh, pay attention to your, the whole time there it is pay attention say, that's what i'm yeah. getting at my my and to your defense i didn't give you this one is not a um it's hard to watch <laughs> I, I constantly we'll we'll get into it uh, and so that's going to be uh, Ross's video roundup coming up in the second part of this podcast. But coming up first, we're going to jump over to Sam's real gnarly segment on the bloody benders. But before all of that, we're going to go to a break. And before all that, I keep forgetting to mention this part. Follow all of us at Shuttle the Pod uh, on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to have you jump over to Way there. Way to run things. Converse with us suggest some things we'd love to hear it and if you want to send us an email you can send us one at chuddlethepod at gmail.com now that you got all that we're going to give you our break and then we're going to come right back and we're back thank you very much to our lovely sponsors for the the words of praise and bewilderment at uh, <laughs> our podcast so <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to go ahead, as we said before, and jump over to Sam's real gnarly segment with the Bloody Benders, Sam. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Oh, hey. This is a story about family. One family. Hmm? A family that disappeared. What? Where'd they go? <laughs> they Let's meet them first, shall we? Oh. Okay. John Bender. Come oh. on down. Oh, I was playing like, yeah, let's meet the yeah. family, like Family yeah. Feud or something. <laughs> this is where Steve dude, goes over to John Bender, about 60 years of age, 5 feet 8 or 9 inches in height. German speaks, but little English. Complexion, no whiskers, and sparely built. Mrs. Bender, about 50 years of age, rather heavy set, blue eyes, brown hair, German, speaks broken English. They're German speakers, don't speak English. <laughs> John Bender Jr. <laughs> cool. Alias John Gebhardt. Five feet eight or nine inches in height, slightly built, gray eyes with brownish tint, brown hair, light mustache, no whiskers, about 27 years of age, speaks English with German accent. So Okay, okay. Oh, it's nice. Kate Bender, about 24 years of age, dark hair and eyes, good looking, well formed, oh. Oh. rather bold in appearance. Hmm. Fluent bold, talker. Mm, Fluid rather bold talker. in appearance. Fluent talker in what language? Speaks good English with very little German accent. Thank you. So these descriptions <laughs> that I just read uh-huh. came from a proclamation from the governor of Kansas in 1873. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's our time, Kansas, 1873, Labette County. Governor made this proclamation. They're missing. Not long before this proclamation was made, an abandoned wagon was fa- had been found in, on the side of the road. Only oh. a grocery sign was found in the wagon. It's all caps with no E. I guess that's how they spelled grocery in 1873. Okay. Which Weird. seems like you would, that'd be like the name of an app now for like grocery, your grocery, grocery sign. Delivery. Yeah. A sign that was like Did painted you say grocery on it. Yeah, that was in the. That's what was in the wagon. <laughs> okay. So the person who found the wagon recognized the sign. Oh. He knew that it belonged to the Bender Inn just off the Osage Trail in Labette County. A party would go to the inn and find it abandoned. There was an awful stench coming from the cellar. Oh boy! They found a trap door in the dining room and confirmed the source of the smell when they opened the door. The odor that greeted them was so foul it drove the men outside, and they decided to take the home apart piece by piece to identify the source of the stench. Interesting. So it must okay. have really been pretty stinky if they're like, all right, just take it apart. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start from the outside and just start taking it I'm not it walking apart. inside there again. Yeah. <laughs> Stripping it to its foundation. Mm-hmm. So there, so you said that it was a trap door mm-hmm. in the... In the floor. Of the, the cabin, the, the okay. inn. So when they finally reached the cellar, it was covered entirely in a thick pool of slushy human gore. It came with its own blood pit? It did come with its own well, blood pit. Well, what do you mean by come with a blood pit? I feel like that blood pit was uh, like put in later. In addition, I feel like that was a renovation. You don't, you don't just stumble upon a house with a blood pit already. That's, pit. You're putting your own work in. To get a blood pit. That's true. Uh, that yeah, is very true. Yeah. 
How right you are, Brian. <laughs> Not now, the dumb one. <laughs> well, they find this sticky pool of blood and what else? Uh, who knows? Uh, a lot of the stuff I read just called it a pit of gore or the gore pit. Mm-hmm. But while they're there, one man on a horse looks at the nearby orchard and see what appears to be a grave. So they ride over, dig it up, find a man's body. The man's head crushed by a hammer, and his throat was slashed so deeply his head nearly fell off. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, so. Did say how, like, fresh the corpse was? Um, Obviously enough that, I mean. How how fresh how fresh was the human Pez dispenser? He was, I, I wish I could remember. I, I would have known, because he was a local doctor who was known to be missing. Oh. So he had oh, only been missing a few months at Not the long. most. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. For you see, the blood found in the cellar did not belong to the benders. That blood was blood that the benders spilt onto the <gasps> oh. cellar floor. <laughs> the bloody benders are believed to be America's first serial killer family. Interesting. Whee! Okay. Oh, wow. This is mm-hmm. fascinating. And they just put it all in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 1873. <laughs> Who's going to know? Exactly. Yeah. Everything just smells already. It's like <laughs> everything just smells terrible. The uh the description I read of each family member from the governor proclamation was a bounty on those people. I was going to um, yeah, I was going to oh, guess wow. that it was like their uh prison of uh, their arrest record or something. Yeah, no, it was it was their Look out for these guys. Uh-huh. A family that slays together stays together. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully. Were they wanted dead or alive? Well, the bounty was for $500 each. I don't recall. Probably each. alive. Nice. Uh, which is, I, I looked it up. It's about $11,581 each today, which seems oh, wow. crazy low for something like for this. A, for a gore pit? I mean, it, it, you got to divide it up. I mean, look at how many dead bodies are in the gore pit per family member how many was it five or four 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 oh okay i was thinking five for some reason yeah that's... like brother sister maybe that's low that's only if, if you that's grab five. that whole family today that's only forty five thousand that you're getting for them yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying Yeah, exactly for people that are creating gore pits you got to give me more than yeah. that a lot more now kansas was very poor at this time so mm. i'm sure there wasn't a lot of money to be thrown around chasing gore pit makers well i guess if you want to make gore pits you go to kansas well known bloody bleeding kansas right hey kansas wh- why don't you tell us about your gore pits <laughs> it's the local gore pit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so the exact amount of victims killed by the bender family is unknown but it's fair to guess they killed a lot of people during their time in kansas labette county became known for disappearances so damn not a lot wow. of bodies turned up. I have a fair amount, actually, um, that could be tied to it. But uh-huh. a lot more people disappeared in that area along the Osage Trail. Are we talking like are we talking like random, like just all different ages, all different like men and women? Or are we talking like a specific kind of group of people? Or Well, it's funny that you say that. It seems the Bender family likely chose the location for their homestead so they could murder travelers that were passing through. Many that were murdered or went missing were wealthy and could have been killed for their money, mm-hmm. but just as many were penniless, and so it is commonly believed that the murders were committed purely for sport. 
Kansas was probably a jumping off point too for going out west, right? It was. This was like as you know. Yeah, far so west that's a good place got. too. I mean, you say that you know people went missing here. It's it's people went mi- more missing here. <laughs> people are just sure. going missing all the totally time. Missing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... No, it actually wasn't far from Independence, which was that last big right, city stop of a, the Donner yeah, Party. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be a great place to set up because then yeah, it would just be like, oh, they were going out west and got you know. Yeah. Out wested. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Grizzly. Mirages got him. Grizzlies. Yeah. Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yep. The famous Kansas Plain Grizzlies. So the day after the first body was discovered, that one in the orchard, eight more were found in the garden. And the newspapers ended up calling it the Death Garden, which is oh. fun. All of the victims were murdered in the same way. Heads crushed and throats slit. Most okay. of the big- Yes. All of the victims were men. Most of them were naked, and three of them had been castrated. So, I don't know. Oh, wow. So, yeah. it's this is mostly men, then, are, that are being kind of, like, lured and killed. Or at least in this death garden. Yeah, I don't know how many women probably would have been traveling alone at the time. So, it, was, I, okay. it seems more opt- opportunistic. Yeah. You know? To kill to, men. Well, hmm. single people. Single man. Like, yeah. there's not, nobody else around. You can just take out the one, you know. So, except <laughs> uh, one man shared a grave with his 18-month-old daughter. She was Ooh. fully clothed and unmarked, and it was presumed she was buried alive with him. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean. That has a different twist. A, yeah, there's so much going on to this family. I want to ask questions, but I want Sam to tell a story first. I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, yeah. it's fascinating. Well, but, you, if you, if you, anything comes to mind, ask me. Yeah, yeah, and if go, it's coming up, it'll, it'll happen. I, do, we have any, do we have any history of them uh, from Germany? Or is that, did they start their killing spree in We America? don't. We don't. Okay. They were definitely um, killing killing over i would there. assume they're killing in germany and then they got to america and was kind of doing the same i don't know i, I must though? have written this really well because it seems like you are asking the questions right before i have the, the answer <laughs> perfect so prior to the discovery of the death garden bodies mm-hmm. had popped up here and there all with their heads crushed and throats slit some were found on the plains after snow melt others found in mucky riverbeds so these other ones they didn't find on the grounds, but heads crushed, throat slit, they're assuming came from the Bender house. Interesting. Yeah. So when do you think, why, so why the gore pit if they're also burying? Do we get that answer? So, uh, yes. <laughs> Very little yeah. is known about the Benders, and much of what we do know is contradictory. Okay. Some don't even believe them to have been a family or to have been German. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Here is what we know for sure. The old man, John Bender... Mm-hmm. If that was his name, was a big burly man. One neighbor said he was built like a gorilla. Okay. And we know his manner was sullen and dour and that he was a mean son of a bitch. Like, just nobody liked him. <laughs> right. He was a yeah. grumpy dude nobody liked. And that's in the, like... The son... Everyone's yeah. grumpy back then. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they lived back then. <laughs> right? <laughs> grumpy to be alive. And they knew oh, it. God, again today? Today. <laughs> it's Today. I'm not waking up and listening to Ariana Grande. What is this bullshit? What's with with today today? Uh The son, John Jr., if that was his name or if he was his son, Mm -hmm. again, with their family. But we'll refer to them as if they are. Anyway, he was thought to 
thought of as an idiot by most everyone. Now, the reason people thought he was an idiot is because he would often break out into giggle fits for no apparent reason. <laughs> uh -oh. He's just a happy dude. I feel like I'd do that. Giggle fits, though. I like I I love the extent that. of that. He's just like, I don't know, we're riding a horse through town or something, and all of a sudden he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be very unsettling with them all being together. He's the the crazy one that's just laughing all the time. Well, yeah, right, right. This is this is in an era where like photographs have photographs have been invented yeah. at this point, right? Yeah, nobody smiles in photographs. Like it's not actually socially okay to be happy in public. So like, that's <laughs> be, be really off putting. <laughs> Some guy just start breaking into laughter in the middle yeah. of town. Well, I'm sure had they. Known what they were up to, it would have been really off-putting. But they were just like, "Yeah, oh, oh, look at this idiot <laughs> laughing at the cat again." Laughing at the cat with a satchel of blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ma Bender was uh, like, you know, what we do know about her was known. She was known to be mean and that she was ugly. <laughs> oh boy! And she was rumored to have been a witch, saying that before she moved to Kansas, she stripped herself naked in a graveyard and gave herself body and soul to the devil. Oh. That's what we uh, know about her. That's what that's, we, about. we know that more was than, rumored. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny, because more than, it's even creepier, because more than likely, if she was getting caught in a graveyard, she was probably just digging up a corpse to do something terrible. Yeah, like she was just Ed actually Dean doing style. terrible like, things. and <laughs> could she's be. doing terrible things. And they're thinking she's, Unfortunately, oh, no, they totally called her a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do know they came from Pennsylvania before this. Um, for sure, Pennsylvania was Makes their sense. stop right. before yeah, I mean, that Kansas. Be, yeah. yeah. Katie Bender, uh, the one that was of full form and yeah, pleasant sight or whatever. Yeah, very well <laughs> and all that. Yeah. 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 And most writing, she was a smoke show. Super hot. Everybody's like, whatever she <laughs> comes so up, nice. all they talk about is how good yeah. looking she is. And the fascination of most men. So she's the bait. To yeah, all of, if, like, totally. If there's a bunch of dudes. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. She was a, a psychic and would have readings at the inn, the grocery. They had like a little dry goods shop in there. I'm I'm sensing something. I'm I'm sensing you're gonna have a terrible headache and your neck's gonna hurt about <laughs> thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she wouldn't give away the game like that. But it'd be hilarious actually if she did. Oh my god. I mean I very much picture uh Sherry Moon zombie in this role. On a, oh. that's that's all I'm picturing. That's literally I'm like this is this is a yeah. sub character breakdown of House of a Thousand Corpses. This is just a bunch of people that may or may not be related to each other going under aliases that are just murdering everyone. Tell yeah, us all this time. Of. It's amazing. Yeah. So there is one description of her that is the complete opposite of that, uh, <laughs> and I thought it was pretty funny. So here it is. <laughs> Her face wasn't so bad-featured, but her hair was long and seldom combed. She had a wild look that was scary. I don't think she ever took a bath, and the creases in her neck filled with dirt. She had the body of a cow. As for sex attraction, she would have had to pay the most forlorn cowboy who hasn't seen a young woman in a year to get near her. Wow. Wow. I know. They really went for it. So. <laughs> Scathing. Yeah, they went their tent. Yeah, it's the only thing I read that was the opposite, but I was like, damn. <laughs> was this written by the ex-wife of one of the guys that went missing? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that 
Oh, yeah. I mentioned that because I think it's funny. Also, it kind of illustrates just how muddied the accounts of what yeah. is real and not real mm-hmm. with them is. Now, we know the Bender Inn was built by the Bender Men. It they it was they came out there first and built this and then the ladies followed. It was just a one room cabin, sixteen by twenty four, and it was divided by hanging sheets. And this was oh. like their little bed and breakfast on the oh, trails. <laughs> they dug a seven foot deep cellar for the cabin and purchased a seven foot square sheet of sandstone to use as the cellar floor. When they built the floor of the cabin, they built a small trap door over that piece of sandstone. Mm-hmm. So you really do have to make build your own gore pit. But yeah. so the cabin, as I said, was partitioned by hanging sheets. In the dining room area, there was a table and chairs. Behind one of those chairs was the trap door, and behind that door there was the sheet. So it was mm-hmm. chair, trap door, sheet. As for the method of their murders, I think Brian had asked about this. There are very varying theories, really. Um and it's all based on guesswork from evidence or accounts from supposed victims that got away, which there ended up being a lot right. of those stories. I think I get uh, it. I think I'm getting it now. <laughs> yeah. So it is thought that Paul Bender would wait behind one of the sheets and a uh-huh. guest would sit down at the table and either eat a meal or maybe they'd get a psychic reading from Kate Bender. And then from behind the sheet, Paul Bender would strike swinging the hammer down, breaking the unsuspecting victim's skull. The trap door would be opened and the body dropped down where John Jr. was waiting with a knife to slit their throat and finish the job. It's one version. The other similar version is that uh, essentially people would say the trap door was too small for a body to fit, so the hammer would fall, open the trap door, slit their throat, and they would just let all the blood drain down there. And then in the cover of night, they would go bury them or get rid of them somewhere that makes sense yeah nice. whatever uh, did you have i said i mean I, yeah i understand it's such a um, sure. that's such an odd disposal method right I, I, it is odd like you because you would think that after a while which it does actually happen that this would just start reeking terribly because you're just slitting like what wouldn't you just like like hang them or like strangle them to death or something like that so like you wouldn't even have to worry about like a stinky gore pit i mean there may be some more ritual involved yeah it's definitely it's definitely the ritual involved they they were killing them specifically in that way and i mean yeah if -hmm. some of the men were castrated somewhere that's all experimentation and figuring out what works for them but i think yeah I mean, that's what I think. Yeah, I like that. What gets the rocks off? Uh (laughs) I like that it was around a dinner table. It reminds me of Texas Chainsaw. Right. No, exactly. They probably just like uh, pick up the cab. Their their plan would be just to move the cabin over to another hole and then fill their their gore pit in with you know Mm -hmm. dirt or something. Oh, that's true. And then just move it, create another gore pit when it got too stinky. But something (laughs) obviously (laughs) happened to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the the re- they they end up fleeing. Um, mm-hmm. That's why they're they go missing. But or yeah. it's like an old tales from the crypt comic, and all the things out of the gore pit crawl out of the hole, and the reanimated bodies of all of these dead you know travelers just suck them into a hole. That'd be fun. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Ooh, hellmouth. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Gore hellmouth. Gore mouth. <laughs> psycho psycho gore mouth. Psycho psycho gore mouth. 
Uh, looking at you, Kansas. So the exact number of victims is unknown, like I said before. And what happens to the benders is unknown. We really don't know. They just disappeared one day. That first body they found in the orchard, uh, mm-hmm. he was a doctor and his brother was a colonel or something. And they had suspected something had happened at the Bender's place when the brother went missing. And so they showed up there investigating and left. And a couple days after they showed up there, the Bender's took off. So mm-hmm. essentially it's thought they were like, oh no, we're, we might, somebody might catch on to us. And they left. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, as you can imagine, with a story so sensational as this, it made headlines all over the country. Everybody's like, holy shit, we found this house with this gore pit. Who are these bloody benders? Let's Mm. find them. Um, Yes, 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 yes. In all the papers. So, I read a few newspaper articles from that time, but one of them I really liked the way it was written. It was almost like reading a horror story or something. And I cut out a... uh, I'm going to read you a section here. That is right after the disappearance of the benders. Suspicion has fallen on many neighbors, so far without much evidence, except that near neighbors should have known and proclaimed the fact that the benders had fled, leaving everything behind them, even to the pig in the pen and the calf tied up to starve. The dead calf lay there yesterday with rope still around its neck and forming a horrible realistic touch in the sickening picture. One man, another German, was, on account of his contiguity, so strongly suspected of complicity that he was hung temporarily in order to terrify him into confession. But he confessed (laughs) nothing, saying that a man had once robbed in his house and asservated his innocence of murder or of misprision. Yesterday, however, when I spoke to him about it, he told me he had only confessed topsy-like because he saw the crowd would not be appeased without some admission of guilt. So he got he got half hung? Hung temporarily, yeah. And that was yeah, that was in all caps in the article too. Interesting. <laughs> um, okay. Just to try that, to like in- interrogate him a little. Yeah, there was such a sort of panic and mob fury after this was discovered. Then right. they started turning on the neighbors. They're like, this guy's fucking German. Get him. Um, which that stuff happens nowadays, you know, when yeah, it's always happened. So rumors spread about the benders. That was all anybody talked about. Okay. Some people said they had gone as far as France. Others swore that they were still in Kansas. Many made accusations claiming they knew people that were secretly a bender. You'd be like, if you hated your neighbor, you'd be like, a he's a fucking bender. And then, you know, uh, they'd get a oh bunch of attention on them. Wait a second. Is this where the slogan going on a bender comes from? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is going on a bender. It's when you hit someone with a hammer and slip their throat. So, a, uh, I tried. A mother and daughter from Michigan were even arrested and brought to Kansas for trial, but the case ended up being thrown out when they realized the mother had already been in prison in Michigan during the time of the murders. Okay. Many different men claimed to be members of many different posses that claimed to have killed the benders shortly after their disappearance. 
the author of the Little House on the Prairie novels. Uh, she lived near the Bender Inn, and in an interview, she so all the Little Prairie House on the Prairie novels are written essentially next door to where all this happened. Uh, um, shit. Yeah. <laughs> little Little House on the Gore Pit. Yeah, I read a thing titled Little, little Slaughterhouse on the Prairie. Fun oh. title. So in an interview years after she wrote these, the lady who wrote them said that her one day her pa went out with a posse to hunt down some people and that later whatever sightings of the benders were mentioned, her pa would always knowingly say that it couldn't be the benders. And so for a long time, uh, people took that story just to be the truth <laughs> um, and that somehow her dad had killed the benders. But then someone did a little bit of research and realized that they moved there right after the Benders fled. So they won't have crossed over oh, at all. Okay. It is possible that many different families were killed by posses that believed they were killing the Benders. Uh, which I'm is sure. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, um, if you were a family of four around that area at the time. Accent? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> what became of the Benders or how many victims they had? Is we still unknown know. to this day, yeah. and that's the end of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just don't know. That's, that's so the just, bloody yeah, benders. Just they did, no idea where they went off to and how many people they actually killed. Did no. they excavate like any other part of the area? Did they just found the death garden and then it was the death the garden? And, uh, oh, the grave and then the gore pit. That's what they found there, and then there was uh, at least two other bodies that i remember reading about the one in the river and the one after the snow melt um but it is there's definitely more than that i that's just the two i know of but there was a few bodies you know found around and then all the disappearances on top of that so i'd imagine it whoever didn't get eaten by a grizzly bear was taken out by the bender family right makes sense that's wild, man. That's um. I wonder how much uh, loot they got away with. If you're thinking they killed a shit ton of people over the course of like, an yeah, and some of them time. were carrying several hundred dollars on them, and some of them like didn't even have a horse; they were walking. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it was about the money. I mean, maybe they. I mean, they obviously probably could have taken all the money that they the bonus. got from it as a bonus, yeah. and then that's how they were able to just go off somewhere and maybe either hide or die or. You know, like, who knows what happened. Look, Pa, we've got the, the money bonus. That's <laughs> We got the money bonus. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was perfect. That was perfect. So, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> How would you rate yeah, it? How would you rate this story? Money. Oh, are we going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you suggested um, it. I mean, I know um, Ross had brought up, yeah, rating gnarliness before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a scale for it. I will say, I don't think for me that it would max out the scale. So it doesn't have a chance to be a certified shuttle, which is mostly what we're going for. I guess we could just say, so do we think this one's a certified shuttle? I got you. Yeah. Not quite. I I mean, it's close. I mean, it was fun, but. Yeah. I think the premise is super cool if it didn't. I mean, I mean, obviously it's history, so it's like you don't. 
if you don't know, you don't know. But it would have been nice to figure out some kind of conclusion, or at the very least, an actual body count of how many people they actually killed mm-hmm. versus, you know, it just, it's very open ended. So you just don't, it's kind of leaves a little lackluster. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I wish there was more grizzlies in it. If it had a grizzly bear, if mm-hmm. the family had a pet grizzly, that would mm-hmm. like contribute to the murdering, Ooh. then it would have been a certified shuttle. But because of that, yeah. I can't give right. it to it. <laughs> all right. Well, then, thank you very much for bringing that to all of our ears. That was that was definitely a fun one. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then come right back with Ross's video roundup where we will be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation, I believe. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what we did. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking with us and coming back to this segment we have here, which we're going to dive into and talk about this movie. I'm just, I don't know why I'm elongating this. I have, I have thoughts and feelings. So let's go ahead and jump right on over to Ross's video roundup. Well, hey there, buckaroos. Welcome for another video roundup with your pal, Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the Slaughterhouse of Cinema comes the 1995, then again in 1997, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. The Sawyers, or should I say, The Slaughters? are back in the fourth installment of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. And boy, oh boy, gentlemen, uh, is this one the black sheep of the family? And we're... Did you just call us Chuttleman? Chuttleman? (laughs) I don't think so. Is that what you said? (laughs) Uh, If I didn't, I did. And if I did, I didn't. Please, from now on. (laughs) Chuttleman. Yes. This is the black sheep of the entire franchise. I'm going just to preface saying that. And we're talking about the Sawyer family. So um, that's a pretty, pretty heavy black sheep. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a little, a little backstory on this film. It was shot originally in 1995. The movie was originally screened at like maybe 27 theaters tops. And then it was shelved. Uh, this movie was originally called... The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then when it went belly up, they shelved it in 95, and then, weirdly enough, they had not one, but two huge Hollywood stars doing some of their first acting gigs, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey, are both in this film, and Jerry Mm. Maguire and Sam, what was the other one? A Time to Kill. Yes, had come out. Uh, and, uh, Sony who had now distribution rights of this movie was like, oh, we should totally just capitalize on this, uh, uh, on this film with these two people. Mm -hmm. Uh, this movie almost didn't get released because both Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey's agents tried to bury this movie so they wouldn't have their names associated with it and almost didn't get re-released, right? Yes. For the re-release. Right. Uh, and to the point where they said if it got released, neither one of the actors would work for Sony or in a Sony picture ever in their careers. So that's <laughs> just getting you off just the tip of the iceberg. Uh-huh. For... <laughs> Get me off the tip of that iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, gentlemen, let's rev the chainsaw once again as we cut into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. 
Um, <laughs> before I kind of get into it, um, have okay. So is this the first time have you, have you guys ever seen this before? Do you have any history with this movie at all? I've I've seen seen it once before, and oddly enough, I kind of saw it the same way this time. Not the same way, but I watched the first hour and then had to stop and came back to it for the last half hour or so. Yeah. Um, the first time, I believe it was a thirteen. A thirteen-year-old's thirteenth birthday, <laughs> right. and okay. we drove uh, to Tampa to go to Bush Gardens for his birthday. This is when I went on roller coasters for the first time, which oh. I was a little old to not have gone yet, but I was always too scared. But while I was there with them, I was like, I can't be scared. I'm with my friends. I need to be cool. <laughs> right. So I did it, and I'm, I was so glad I did. I loved roller coasters after that. Anyway. Uh, his dad worked at a car dealership or something that had a van with a TV and a VHS player in it. So we, oh, on wow. the way up, we watched the first hour of Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, the next generation. And then coming back, we watched the rest of it. Wow. And at the time it made me, I remember being like, all really uncomfortable then what <laughs> yeah but trying to play it cool especially the cattle prod and just the whole like uh <laughs> sort of sadism of it it was yes. all new to me yes. <laughs> i didn't like not, it this is a very <laughs> this is a very sadistic movie this is not a very bloody movie by any standpoint mm-hmm. sure what about uh what yeah about no you, i hadn't seen it watching? before um <laughs> if I had, it had been like a long, long time ago and I just didn't remember it. Cause there was a time when I was watching just a lot of horror movies and anything. Right. So yes. it could have got thrown in there at some point in passing, but no, I don't recall it at all. So we'll say this is like a first time watching it. This is a, man, this is a really bizarre movie. Um, I know that I prefaced it in the beginning of it. Um, they're not even called the Sawyers in the fourth installment. They are called the Slaughters for some, and amb- oh, actually it's not an ambiguous reason uh one of the characters is w dot e so we Ugh. it is a joke <laughs> on the cook's barbecue sign from the first texas chainsaw massacre because you see barbecue but in really small print it says we slaughter barbecue and the writer and director kim henkel worked on the first movie with toby hooper so this is actually the writer and director was hands-on in the process based on characters he created for the original texas chainsaw massacre which makes this movie that much more fucking insane that one of the original creators like this will work this will totally do it right that's yeah wild went for it just you know it's just insane all right so we we start off with the movie uh immediately giving shade on the last two installments uh by saying uh in the huge text they're talking about two minor incidents that have happened over the years yeah so they kind of just give a little bit of like a like a little bit of a to texas chainsaw massacre 2 and leatherface what happens in two that would have been newsworthy Oh man, I mean, I would I guess say the bridge sequence, but like the bridge sequence, the radio station completely getting hacked up and full of blood. <laughs> um, I would probably say the implosion and the entire yeah. explosion of the theme park that was abandoned. 
And then well, that's the part that I feel like wouldn't have been known. I feel like that whole movie's at that theme park, but I but guess there's a few other things. <laughs> we do have a survivor girl from two, so this probably would have the story would have been told through that as well. Mm. And then we'll mm. maybe cover Leatherface. Leatherface is also just a part three is a very weird movie. Um, we have Leatherface in that one doing like a speak and say, like learning thing, which is very funny. Uh-huh. There's an entire bit where he talks about like spell dog. F O O D. He just thinks people are food and anything is food. So he just responds this thing is food. Oh, God. Anyways. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's a bizarre movie. So, yeah. I mean, like, literally the first three seconds, they're already giving and shitting on the last two installments of this movie. And uh, we get the title credits, which is May 22nd, 1996, which I'm assuming was kind of turned. May 22nd, 1996 was my 10th birthday. My birthday is May 22nd. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this happened on your birthday. I was probably like having a a BB gun party that day or something. (laughs) Dude, totally. Well, well, a bunch of high school seniors in Texas got murdered by a cannibal. I can't even say cannibalistic because in this movie, there is no cannibalism. And if believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to say this till the end. Not a single human being gets killed by a chainsaw in yeah, the film. Right. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, Next boy. Generation. Well, uh, it's the next generation. They it is. They're just, it's new. Chainsaws you know. are lipstick now. <laughs> As you know. So we get uh, kind of like the a classic a 1990s indie prom setting with the just abrasive inclusion of the sound, the bulb sound effect during their prom shots, which makes no sense to me because they're using all disposable cameras. Didn't I even notice it. Oh, yeah. They're get, like Renee Zellweger's getting shot and just says, and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, the cameras like, they're using like, wouldn't make that. Yeah, it's just using the, the mo- noise. <laughs> it's a loud movie. There's a lot of There's a lot, a of, noise lot going of sound on. effects and weird stuff. <laughs> um, and also to preference this, uh, when interviewed, Kim basically said that, I don't know if he's trying to cover his bases, but he went on multiple interviews after this movie came out that he created cartoonishly stereotypical high school archetypes and that's the intent of the movie which i think i i'm not gonna say it's bs but it's this is so over every character is over the top barry and heather are two of the least (laughs) likable characters ever written in a movie it it is honestly it's almost believable because it is so cartoonish and over the top how unbearable they are yes like you hate them and speaking of the two where the hell is barry heather finds her boyfriend barry rubbernecking (laughs) with another girl and her response is to steal his car from the dance and drive off at high speeds to which barry Mm -hmm. runs after her dives into the passenger seat and starts berating her about he's going to get cancer if he doesn't drain his balls that is exactly what happened. I'm not. That's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration. There's an entire bit that goes through this where you just, within 30 seconds, you hate both of these characters with every. Oh, it's like doubles down and makes them worse because then, um, that you find out he's been like using that line on girls for the past like. I don't know. Since seven forever. years or yes, something. Yes, totally. And Since that's he was get- old enough to try and get girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that gets brought up by uh, wouldn't you know it? Conveniently in the backseat are our 
main protagonist, Jenny, and her date, Sean. Uh, and Sean brings up these information. Yeah, dude, they're getting high in the back of a random, like, a friend's car. Yeah. I, so how long, though, are you going to hang out in the back of this car that just, like, peeled out and whipped around and somebody jumped in and all this crazy driving happens? And then they're like, they're like, let's wait until things chill out and they start having a conversation that will pop up and let them know we're here. Wouldn't the first thing you do when that car took off be like, See, I whoa, would, what the I fuck would... is going on? <laughs> okay, so I would, I would agree with you. I also think that um, you're dealing with a with a high high school student who's now just walked into an argument. It's gonna be that we're like, I, just, I don't. Um, should we just okay? Do we just stay in the back? I'll just stay in the back. But they do pop out like gophers, and it's just like it's just kind of be like trying to get them all in the in the car at the yeah, same time. It's just bad. <laughs> really bad. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, a little bit of hit and run uh, when they pop out of the back, which they just don't talk about. Uh, and then they take... Oh, yeah, somebody, like, hits them. Yeah, they're the a fucking... They're at a stop back. sign, but she rolls through it, gets, yeah. like, basically T-boned, and then she goes, fuck, mm-hmm. and then just hits the gas. Just right, the goes. guy's like, oh, my dad's gonna kill me. Yeah, which, don't, don't worry. Dickhead. Don't worry, Barry. Someone's going to do it way before that. Which, I, I, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, they decide to take a horribly constructed wrong turn signal and a detour thing. Like, the Sawyer, sorry, the Slaughters didn't Thank even you. have the common goddamn courtesy to put up the signs correctly. Like, the arrow's pointing into the earth. Like, it doesn't look like mm-hmm. it looks like someone stole construction gear and just threw it from a very high speed moving vehicle. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense at all. So obviously they're going to go down that road. And then the wrong turn turns into getting sideswiped again from not <laughs> a, not a slaughter or a sawyer, just a random kid in a car. There are mm-hmm. so many random ass characters that just pop up that have no explanation. Uh, that throughout this entire movie. So um, he's also credited as uh, the hit. The guy who gets out of the car literally says, I'm not hurt. And then blacks out. He doesn't mm-hmm. have a name in this movie. And I think he's credited as, as I'm not hurt in the credits. I'm not hurt guy. <laughs> I'm not hurt guy in the credits. Right. So, now they're all freaking freaking out. Uh, they just got into an accident. So Jenny goes for help and is followed by Barry and Heather as they march into the woods as Sean looks after the, uh, the incapacitated man. Never have I rooted more for two characters to die. Like a lot of times they'll set up people to be dislikable so that you're looking forward to their death scene. But God damn these two as they're walking, walking through the woods. I'm like, let's go. Let's get on with it. Kill worse. these two. <laughs> yes. They're just so bad. All right. This is in all caps in my notes. How absolutely morbid Heather is as a character. Every time she opens her mouth, it's about them getting killed or her getting stabbed or like people in the woods. It's all these really weird, ominous things. They wrote her like a goth high schooler, but dressed her like something out of Legally Blonde. And it makes no sense to me. I have a quote. I... I one of the so I was actually surprised at how many lines in this movie I liked, but one of them is from her when they're walking in the woods right there, and she says, "I'm a bitch. I'm just like my mother." <laughs> that really made me laugh. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. There's like yeah. There's a. Oh my god. 
Yeah, even when they go into like larger dialogue with her, you're just like, God, you just, could we just, they should have died 20, they should have just immediately died. So one dead dog later, uh, they find the truck, there's just this weird scene of just a maggot eating oh, yeah, dead dog. Find- no reason. Yeah. Just random dog. Oh, there's dead dog. All right, cool. Uh, they get to a trailer office and we're introduced to Darla, who is the big shouldered 1990s office manager just the, think in your head think of any infomercial from the mid 1990s with big puffy shoulders and that's what this woman looks like mm-hmm. like a caricature a very all of these characters literally all of these characters are grotesque characters and exaggerations of what normal people are throughout the mm-hmm. entire film so uh, she calls them a, a tow truck, and then um, for absolutely no reason at all, a fucking rock gets thrown through her window, and her response is to flash her tits for yeah. no reason. And mm-hmm. then she creepily says it's either an angry wife or high school boys. So she actively knows that she's flashing her tits mm-hmm. to primarily men that are under the or not even men boys under the yeah. age of 18 so which, if i'm not mistaken is an actual felony <laughs> yeah that's something Good? i noted yeah. i thought about i was like yeah she know. knows that she's doing it to like high school boys she's like yeah, yeah you just gotta give them a taste was, or whatever totally my thought was if she was doing that to high school boys every window in that place would be broken every day <laughs> She'd be constantly replacing the windows. <laughs> the fucking it, building would like, look like Swiss cheese. They're just like hucking uh, yeah, rocks her, through it. Her window bill. They like. She'd be like, "All right, there's another one, ma'am." <laughs> be like, "Oh shit!" <gasps> just yeah, just lifting her shirt completely. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Oh my god! So we get back to the accident as the tow truck driver shows up, and it's none other than Mister mcconaughey himself as vilmer uh yeah this character man um i like matthew mcconaughey as an actor i don't know me too this is i like him in this i think he's i like it i I mean i hate it but i think he does a good job (laughs) it's i think the reason why it's so off-putting he does such a good job at being an insanely callous and cruel character um, I think it's outweighed by how horribly acted everyone else is that this performance is overpowered. Like this is like the Lindbergh cheese in a good way. It's just pungent. Like there's no other A-list actors that he's like bouting against. So it's just, it's really good, but it stands out so much throughout this entire fucking movie, dude. Also, the noises he makes are fantastic. I, I like some of the dialogue, some of the stuff, some of the lines he says I like. I He's struck me as actually scary sometimes. Yes. Yes. Um, he's the only one in the movie that pulls off actually being like scary to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I dislike his character and it grosses me out. Like it does a good job of like making me uncomfortable and not liking it because that's how i feel oh yeah oh dude huge (laughs) which i think in any other movie like if this was any if this wasn't a texas chainsaw massacre movie and this was just like a kind of a house of thousand corpses or like a a, a, like a before you know what i mean like having this like just Mm -hmm. crazy people in a house that was completely disassociated this may have actually been a way better movie i think it actually hurt them that they tied it to texas chainsaw massacre because Mm -hmm. um McConaughey's character is the most dominant bad guy in the movie 
And time, in yeah. a Leatherface film, that's really weird because, like, he's mm-hmm. just yeah side we'll, character. Yes, we'll get into Leatherface because he's not a main character in this movie whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> not Wilmer also has the noisiest neck or not neck brace, knee <laughs> brace. <laughs> I should have a neck brace. Uh, in history, he sounds like the term like Terminator style. Well, it's more than just a knee brace. It's like a knee brace exoskeleton thing that like yes. powers his yeah, leg, like moves for him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, so uh, amazing. The knee brace was one of the few things I remembered from the movie. Amazingly, I did not remember that it was like mechanical powered because that's the most <laughs> the memorable part remotes. about it. And the like tube running out the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. It's like hill. It's like um. Hillbilly Biomech. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's totally. super fucking weird. You know uh, you're a redneck if your Biomech leg has tubes running from your butt to your calf. <laughs> uh, I thought he would have got a rib shot for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. Then he's there, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then McConaughey uh, proceeds to snap the neck of the I'm not hurt guy as Sean runs off. Uh, and this is, a, again, these really fucked up crazy ass lines. First, I'm going to kill you. It ain't no fucking biggie. And just mm-hmm. that delivery of just that, like, I'm going to kill you. You don't have to run. All right, you're going to run. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to fucking do this. I like that line. That Yeah, it was a really good fucking line. I really, really enjoyed that one. Uh, then we get the uh, cat in a car mouse chase. Uh, Sean proceeds to get run over repeatedly. Yes. Um, and... I mean, a lot. like a dozen plus times back and yeah. forth. Um, and you know what's this is also insane. Not a lot of blood because there is no blood. There's not a lot of blood in this movie. Like, right. There's the guy hardly gets his neck yeah. like any. anything going on in this movie I can in only general. Think of one Technically, of I guess they classify this movie as a horror thriller and not a slasher because not a single person gets actually stabbed or sliced in this film. I mean, I guess there's yeah, a hook McConaughey scene. to himself. Yes, yes. Yeah, where he's pulling like a, you know, Marilyn Manson early career just slicing and dicing oh, yeah, himself. And, yeah, self-slicing. Self-slicing. <laughs> All right, so uh, the rest of the gang... Um, are heading back to the accident site, but then kind of get split conveniently when a truck blasts past them and Barry and Heather decide to go fucking run after this random ass truck as Jenny goes back to the accident to go back to Sean. So after getting attacked by a trash bag for no fucking reason, uh, she gets back to the cars uh, that aren't there anymore. There's just like a lone hubcap as Heather and Barry uh, get to dun 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 the old farmhouse. The classic farmhouse mm-hmm. that, well, I mean, it's not really the classic. It looks like the original farmhouse. It looks similar. Very, very similar. So uh, uh, Barry goes around back while Heather decides to kind of loiter on the front porch like Dear David. She apparently uh, had way more head trauma from the accident than we thought um, because she doesn't notice the giant man wearing another person's face that creeps behind her and starts groping and smelling her hair. <laughs> Yeah, no, she just keeps, like, swatting. It's fine. I'm not going to look at, like, this thing that keeps, like, touching my head. Yeah, (laughs) It's just this massive ogre guy. And then I actually wrote in quotations because I didn't even notice this until I watched it this time around. Of course she didn't see him. He's wearing a camo jacket. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) 
That makes sense. Oh, <laughs> but it's, wait, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Gary. <laughs> Sorry. Barry gets a gun drawn on him uh, by none other than W.E. And uh, Leatherface knocks a broom over, which is the only distinguishing thing that makes her turn around after this, like, 200, like, 300-pound man is behind her. That does it. Uh, Which does it. And then we get this, like, really weird freezer callback scene to the original. There are so many almost direct rip-off scenes from the original I didn't even list all of them. Half this movie is just like the door scene running up the stairs instead of out is like classic, like exactly what Sally did. There's also, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's very weird how much they wanted to separate themselves. If you're going to call them the slaughters instead of the Sawyers, and then you're just going to basically do a rehashing of the first movie. It's just insane. Well, yeah, the broom falls. She notices Leatherface and then he shrieks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, fir- the first of a thousand shrieks. And he's like covering his face and like freaking out. Like, I mean, I get that Leatherface isn't the smartest fella, but. No, oh my they made God. Him, they neutered him <laughs> so much in this movie. It, it, it's, oh, he it's does his scream. Wild. Yeah, he he, he screams a whole bunch. Shrieks. Just a lot. Shrieks so bad. And all of his masks in this movie are fucking terrible. They're horrible. There's a real weird sort of like transvestite thing they're doing with him in this that I don't. Yeah, so like he picks like the first one is like the uh, class. Well, kind of classic yellow apron. Uh, but he's got a camo jacket on now, and this is the closest thing to like a leather face that we're used to. And yeah. then as the movie progresses, mm-hmm. it's like the old woman one, but the old woman one literally looks like, dude, it's like he skinned a deadite from the first Evil Dead. Like it looks like someone <laughs> pressed oatmeal and Play Doh on his face. Like it doesn't even look like skin. And then by the time we get to Rocky Horror Picture Show leather face at the end of the movie, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's yeah. even yeah that's even more off-putting like yeah the who the the character design on leatherface not was off-putting just like, and even like a good like creepy weird no, leatherface it's just bad it's just bad like i wanted I, oh, I just don't like the whole like transphobia type of <laughs> vibe that i get yeah, from it. Like, oh that vibe is definitely i'm not even trying to like touch on that because that's just no, like its whole problem and, in itself that's yeah, like way too dude, much to and, dissect sorry um yeah, I think that like they if even if they were still to stick with that, there's just better ways to actually execute it and make it look. I yeah. think better. even a patchwork of different women's faces would have looked a whole lot would've cooler. And I, Leatherface was just such a secondary character, like we kind of mentioned before, Big that it, it this there is, was like, yeah. oh yeah, we got to put him. Let's do something crazy that Leatherface hasn't seen, and that's where that kind of comes from, which isn't. Absolutely. And even um, (laughs) Kim, Kim Henkel was interviewed about some of these ideas because in the first film, um, he does do the pretty lady mask towards the end of the film. And he also has this like the cook mother mask that's like halfway through the original one. Right. And his reasoning is that like his sexuality is based on the skin that he's wearing, but they didn't actually build any kind of backstory. So it made like he had issues in 94. Five when this came out about that issue like when, <laughs> right when with these issues, like when this wasn't even main stage they're just like this is just off-putting and offensive somehow and we do why and then he's just like well because of this and he goes there's no back to that you're like oh uh, all right 
I guess we're just going to take this at face Right. Value. There was no reasoning to make the, the, there's no reasoning for it. So that's where it's just being used as a way to create shock, which is not the way to be using a situation, <laughs> like an issue totally, like that. Totally. Like, that's all it is. You and could it, also and, take it. Sorry, go on. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you, you could, you could take it in such a different direction. Like if the idea of this is almost making, not like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which we have covered, which is um, like, it's not a parody per se, but it's a really dark comedy about a horrific thing. This is so cartoonish that you could have done something like gore level over the top with Leatherface and it would have worked better than this weird subservient kind of yeah like you make it he's not even a real character in this movie it's mostly a matthew mcconaughey film because it's yeah so why not yeah exactly yeah i just yeah it was disappointing to see leatherface oh, like totally. this especially yeah especially when you've got characters i mean like dude in this scene too where like uh you know there's some really funny scenes at least <laughs> i guess kind of played out like this barry is has a shotgun on him by we and then just decides to lock we out of his own house like he he locks the door and he goes gotcha you bitch that. yeah and and then just like goes about being like <laughs> i just locked this stupid dude outside i'm dude, gonna go find a bathroom um now i'm gonna like walk yeah, around yeah. yeah and he's boasting to his heather who's not even around which I think is even oh, funnier. Yeah, he just thinks that it is. Yeah, and then okay, so he's. I mean, and also this motherfucker is so stupid. This guy walks into a bathroom with a full human pelt on the hold back on, hook. Hold on. I've been for... wanting to say, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, before he goes in the house, when he's like, "Come on, go in the house, go in the house," he goes, "Okay, I want to go to the bathroom anyway." Mm-hmm. And that's how he turns to go in the house and close the door on him. And I loved the line and thought it was hilarious. And I kept trying to work it in. <laughs> and now I have to say it now, where it doesn't work at all. No, it I'm does work. Jerk. No, it does work because he's in the bathroom. And it does. it's actually even funnier because he tries looking for Heather for two seconds and then abandons that idea to find the bathroom. So, he, uses the bathroom so he wasn't and, full of shit. Yeah, well. Yeah. Turns around. And he's... Discovers. Yeah, he's boasting. He's boasting the entire time he turns around, yeah. and then he just didn't happen oh. to see the entire corpse decomposing in a right. bathtub, or the Bob Vila level of sheet pasting human skin onto the walls, and like yeah, j- <laughs> the amount of human skin all over the walls, like you notice that. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I, well, I mean, think about what the gore pit smelled like in the Bloody Benders. Walking into that, just smell alone before you even got in the bathroom. Oh yeah, no, that that would be like (laughs) that house smells horrible, dude. If we're counting all the corpses in the house, at least because there's so many bodies that show. It's a house of how many corpses? (laughs) Exactly right. Like there's okay, so we have the taxidermied cop on the top level, and then at the dinner scene, we've got three random family. Like, dude, that house gonna be stunk. There's at least like, like six house to five, seven. six corpses. Yeah, mm-hmm. one in the bathtub. At you know, or on top yeah. of all, just like the normal filth, it doesn't look like their their plumbing works too well. Oh, it, so you know, no. there's, there's just, just like, like trash all over. Yeah, the exactly. That's it's a real gross see, place. That's the other thing I was thinking about this place is how disgusting it is, and not in not necessarily cool, but like a creepy way. It's not like. We get like furniture made of like bones or anything. It's just no, dirty. This is an episode, <laughs> of, this is an episode yeah. of Hoarders. 
Like, yeah, all, exactly. Like, yeah. I've seen this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought like, the wall weird... of keys was interesting. I, I thought I thought that was actually cool because I just imagined that of all the people they killed, like yeah, That's it's like oh, uh, here's another one. Let's put their key up here. Yeah, but there's even one of like uh, that, what is I it? Like that. Uh, book it's like pages the one thing that I are like wheat pasted to like one of the window sills or something like that. Like it's just yeah, it's just yeah, just, mm-hmm. it's just so weird, dude. It's just fucking. So yeah, um, the second fucking uh, Barry heads out, he gets a fucking sledgehammer to the head, and is killed in a super underwhelming fashion. He does. He literally gets his head fucking caved in, and then he just goes like, <laughs> so dragged off. I didn't realize he got killed here. I thought he just got hit, and then Leatherface like kicks him some, and then I thought he just like put him away for storage. And I kept waiting for him to come back so he could get his death, and he never did. No, I was like, dude, most oh, of these that, deaths are off screen. Because I had wanted him to die so bad that I guess like I don't right. know. I thought we we're gonna get a I absolutely like. Kill. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Sam. I don't remember him. I don't even remember him getting knocked on the head, to be honest. This could have been when it's I got classic, up and started doing chores by accident. Classic sledgehammer to the head. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, classic. when you see it, you're like, oh, it's the Texas Chainsaw wow. sledgehammer to the head. Okay. They could have then. cut out one of the Renee Zellweger uh, running through the woods, chase getting chased, chase Jesus scenes, Christ. which there are like three of them throughout and this she, movie. She started running. It reminded me of Forrest Gump, where it was like, it started raining, and then it didn't stop for <laughs> 10 days or whatever it was. Yes. It was like, You're she started like, running, and then it didn't stop for like 15 minutes. <laughs> for 15 minutes. <laughs> she yeah, just they, like, they gets away. Up. Oh, and now she's running again. <laughs> they could have beefed up at least some of these kill scenes. The only nice, uh, I guess, added bonus towards the end of this seg- like this uh, segment of the movie is that um, Heather gets out of the freezer, so Leatherface actually puts her on her meat hooks. So we do get like a hint of gore and that scene where she's on the meat hook looking at herself in the mirror was uh-huh. actually a pretty decent scene. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Like, yeah, it was like, again, though, like I've seen that. Cool. Like if you're just throw, I get that. You're just, you're just putting that in there to be like, oh, here's something that Leatherface has done before. And it wasn't even, I, I didn't even, yeah, I'm, I was very underwhelmed oh, by dude, that. this is so lackluster when it comes to a bunch of stuff i mean the only good interactions realistically and i feel that work are the interactions between renee zellweger's character jenny and matthew mcconaughey's uh vilmer like those scenes i feel get really good because and i mean okay so i use that in a very loose term good as in the best parts of the film not saying that they're good scenes i guess but like there's just they're just better than most of the other ones I think it's executed well because it's like off-putting and gross and I don't like it. Yes. Um. <laughs> yes. Matthew McConaughey has a really good off. Like this is a cruel Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's not gory. It's not genuinely fun. <laughs> it's just kind of like. these. Over- this one's just mean. <laughs> it's just mean. And it kind of has this weird backbone of being like a very mean spirited kind of inclusion just these like really ridiculous characters and you kind of see that in the scene where jenny gets picked up uh by vilmer who basically just taunts with her and fucks with her the entire time Mm -hmm. and then force look makes her look and she sees 
Sean and the other guy strung up behind the tow truck. Uh, although, okay, so in comparison to a lot of other final final girls, I guess, or uh, main protagonists, um, I like Jenny in the fact that she was like, fuck she's this shit. She's a final girl. Dude she, did a, dude, she did a barrel roll out of the moving vehicle. She's like, fuck this. I'm not dealing with that. So a car chase ensues, and we've got uh, Jenny running up into the woods, uh, and kind of as a uh, timeout zone, uh, Vilmer kind of just reels back, and we are in uh, Leatherface zip code county, and he is on his nightly saw crawl, and we get our first stupidly high-pitched, screaming chase scene. Yeah, it, it, there's certainly a bunch of that, yeah. but um, <laughs> yes. I, that jump scare actually got me when he pops up behind her and runs and chops through a couple yes. trees. I was actually like, "Oh shit!" And it felt a little silly, you know. Yes. But I, I, I was, I, it did get me. I'll give it credit there. No, it is good, and I think that's the funniest thing is that like, he's just an inherently scary character, <laughs> and he's not used in this movie at all. And I think some of like the chase scenes are great. Like this one's actually pretty decent. And then we, it's like it's not the so nice have to do it twice. It's the Okay, so you like that one? We're going to do a second one. And that second one has got heavy metal music. In the uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which they could have had much money for a budget, which is why we don't really know the songs. It felt like generic versions. Like, we need a metal song, but yes. we can't pay for a metal song. So this is like generic metal song that you go to like totally and today it's like, you'd go to an online library to find it <laughs> exactly and it's like it's muted enough that like you don't have to like it's yeah you, you're not really hearing the lyrics it's more like and you're just like <laughs> that was really good actually thank you and uh oh man <laughs> The only other thing that kind of really got my goat is right before the heavy metal scene, uh, Jenny gets in the house and she runs up the stairs and she's on the fucking roof and then she crawls up like the the fucking house antenna, which is oh, clearly God. a stunt dude oh. in a dress, by the way. Like, I think they never really intended this thing to be in high def mm-hmm. because it's clearly a like oh, yeah. very ripped person climbing up. <laughs> you can this see thing. when she's on the roof too from like a wide shot. It's like, well, that's not her. <laughs> yeah. So like she spider monkeys from there onto like a power line, and then miraculously Leatherface doesn't electrocute himself when he saws into a live wire to make her fall down before the chasing. I was just like, man, that should have been murked. That would have been the funniest way to end the movie. Oh my God. Just, it's a 45 minute movie. It just been like, <laughs> it would have been very, this movie. If they like took Leatherface out from yeah. sawing through a while, like all of a sudden Leatherface <laughs> dies midway through the movie. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would have preferred that at this point, I think. <laughs> yeah because he's just i mean at this point like leatherface is literally dead weight and all he does is scream the rest of the movie so, so it's much like, screaming just so I think, much screaming i think you're right ross the movie would play a lot differently had it not been a texas chainsaw movie mm-hmm. and that was just some side character and not leatherface yeah this i wonder how people would feel about it it's still not very good but i no. wonder if it would be as disdained or maligned i don't feel yeah. like it would have got any kind probably of probably just, just been it would just been yeah kind of forgotten like a lot well 
in those As like Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Right, but, but other than that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing that would have propelled it towards anywhere. But I don't think if it wasn't them in it, and if it was just like another movie, I think it would have gone the way of you know any of those kind of you know mm. those inbred family movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, those inbred family movies. It's always like a gross ass house and yeah. a murder family. <laughs> Just a huge those bloody like, benders, uh, Texas Chainsaw, <laughs> yeah. bloody benders. Mm-hmm. What is that? X Files Home. Yes, that's a perfect <laughs> oh, yeah. example. That's exactly what oh I was thinking. God. Any Scuttling any of that kind of stuff. The it's always oh, just so soon. gross. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I've forgotten. Yeah, probably, but at least it wouldn't have been associated with the franchise, which I feel that's is like... true. <laughs> I it's just so weird. Uh, so after Fun the heavy metal is. thing, she makes it back to the office and Darla uh, makes a call. And uh, wouldn't you guess it? Uh, W.E. shows up and Darla is the cook of this movie. Kind of. Darla's like our she's, realtor yeah, lady. She's like right? the real world. Yeah. Co- consort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as soon as, yeah, yeah, the first time they went to this lady, I was like, yeah, she's part of their family. Yeah. Well, and it's also, <laughs> nobody, run nobody in flashes like, miters than a, a, a slaughter. Sla- I'm sorry, a slaughter. They run into her place like it's a, a place for people to run into. They just start, like, lounging around. Heather's like, somebody give me a water as soon as they get in there. Yes, There's oh actually a lot oh, that of first fun, time? horrible yeah, yeah. dialogue yeah, that I like in the beginning of this movie. It's just so bad. That I had a great time with it. There's a uh, when Sean's running from Vilmer, uh, and he catches up with him, and Vilmer looks at him, and Sean's like, "Stop it, Mister! You're scaring me." I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, did he really just say you this? Just witnessed a murder, and he's chasing <laughs> after you, and he's th- Stop yeah, it. You're threatening scared. to kill you, uh-huh. and you say, "Stop it! You're scaring me!" Like. Whoa, this is bad. But I liked like that was kind of charming, and it just slowly the charm really just wore off as it the movie out. went on. Yeah, the charm in this movie bleeds out as the further you kind of go through. Yeah. So W shows up, and like this just very weird beating and shocking with a cattle prod scene with Renee, and it's just fucking awful. Didn't like that. No, it's yeah. just like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a um. I mean, obviously, all horror movies are supposed to have like, you know, it's like, ah, oh, that makes you feel weird. Or like, oh, that's really bloody or like, you know, like you're but at certain parts of the horror movie, you get like a for the all the sour, you get the sweet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you get like the revenge or like the other thing. This doesn't have any of that. So you're just getting these really long winded torture scenes and then right. another torture scene and then just a bunch of dialogue. And then they're almost like non sequiturs. Like they just don't really chain with each other. But, yeah, so she gets shocked and tased and thrown into the back of this thing. And, uh, yeah, Darla picks up pizzas. They're not cannibals, guys. There's not even a single person getting eaten with this. They're just, she's doing a pizza run. They're called the slaughters. And she's, then she, for some reason, is going to open the trunk for the pizza guy. I think she was trying to get the, the guy at the pizza joint to get in the trunk. And then she almost gets like popped by cops, and then she has to yeah. like flirt with cops at, through a drive-through. It was just a very there's All no strange. reason, very strange. Now, as far as them not being can- cannibals, Vilmer does like bite maybe a little bit of the nose off of Heather. Yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> happens there, right? 
Yes. It definitely bites it real hard. Yes. This is yes, exactly. I but feel he spits like it out though. You see it. The direction of this was meant to be again like how they're trying to make Leatherface all shocking and maybe not a main character and like oh that's crazy and like doing the wearing all the the, the women's faces and going that route yeah. and this is another step of being like ha isn't it crazy they're going out for pizza and they're not eating people it, it, this isn't the Leatherface uh, family like, that you know like this is like yeah, everything this is about this generation. is trying it's exactly trying to change <laughs> so hard to change a lot of it that it's just like causing like it's just mm-hmm. it's yeah, it just it feels is. stupid like i don't even care like I, I don't care that they're trying to change anything there's so many things no. about this movie i don't care about you talk about hating like the the two characters so much that you're like when will they die already i didn't mm-hmm. care about when they die because i just stopped caring about them <laughs> at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, God, even, dude, even the characters in the movie stopped caring. The <laughs> next scene that we get is fucking Dar- uh, Darla pulling up to um, Heather, who's just in the middle of the road for no fucking reason. And then she pulls out like a medium-sized stick and just starts oh, yeah. beating her <laughs> in the middle of the road. That's like the one. I love that part. So this, that part was funny. She... It, and also, though, kind of, like, Ow. just mean. Ow, but, stop yeah, hitting me. She, like, she assume, I'm assuming she's looking for Big to hit stick to kind of knock her out, but she can only find a small one. And then, like, doesn't know how to swing a stick. It's almost like a poke swing. Yeah. Like, she's kind of jabbing at her with the stick. But, yeah, exactly. Her reaction. It's like, thunk, oh, oh thunk, stop hitting me. It's, it's so pathetic. It's... It's so funny. awful, but <laughs> that, it was funny. But I felt a little bad laughing at it. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Because at this point, it's just like, oh, this is just like so outlandish. And just it's like, like oh, oh good. This talk. movie's making me feel something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got a good <laughs> chuckle. I mean, you just had this like a like limp-wristed like stick beating <laughs> while she's doing like scared kitten defense on the ground going like, stop, please. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, so charlotte no yeah you're like what the fuck so she just leaves her there uh for we to scoop her up and then um we get introduced to and if this is in all caps the worst mask i have ever seen in a texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) film ever is this granny leather face that grabs Jenny and brings her inside. This was, this is the one that was like the evil dead with, this is just, this is oatmeal and, and terrible dreams. And I'm not trying to shit talk the, um, gentleman who did the special effects on this film. Uh, I did some research. I think this was his first motion picture and he was 18 or 19 years old. And this guy pulled off a lot of shit for being that young. But dude, you oh man, the the masks in this for Leatherface is just so not good. Like okay, so you've like the cover for this movie, that image yeah. of what Leatherface is on it, is a much better <laughs> picture than what the than anything that we got. Like the, j- just a let alone like the mask on that is is much better than any of the other things it actually looks like somewhat of a patchwork it's 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 more visually interesting than anything we saw yeah and i think it leads you to believe like there's a lady leather face because i'm if i'm not i could be very mistaken on this i think it's a woman 
that's photographed on the front of this. I don't think that's that's not the actor who plays Leatherface in the film. Oh, it's definitely not the is, actor, but that is like it's it it may be a a I don't know what's going on with it because it's like a huge arm, so it's clearly meant to look like beefed male up. leather beefed up male leather faces. Oh, this is like the lady in the. So if you yeah, if you're not familiar, the the, the cover of it is like what appears to be either a female Leatherface or Leatherface wearing red woman. like stockings, maybe some sort of dress on, but like big muscular arm is like out holding yeah, the chainsaw. And like a Betty Page like haircut wig across their face with this, like Brian said, like a patchwork, at least the front part of a human face and then having it coming underneath. Uh, yeah, no, you're 100 right. I mean, though, even the poster did it better than what what's going on in this film. And but it's like, just, yeah, I can't get a good image of it. <laughs> so weird. Um, and then we get um, and the only main reason I want to bring this up is because it's the only scene I feel like that works. And this is the super weird first torture scene between Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. This is the one where he puts both of his fingers in her mouth. Oh yeah. While she's like, mm. like whimpering and stuff like that. Dude. Did not like that. Yeah. And it's so brutal and very well acted. And it's so off putting because everything else is insanely cartoonish. And I think that's a big thing for me is that McConaughey's creepy, but he's not creepy and cartoonish. Everyone else is cartoonish. So he's just like, fucking so abrasive in this movie for me he's still cartoonish i i love him i think he i think he actually i don't think he's cartoonish i think he is over the top but still good yes no no, no. i mean it's it, i mean the walk away is like this is the um this is the matthew mcconaughey show like this is not a leatherface oh, movie. Yeah. this is he's the baddie baddie then ladies and gents we get the subplot to beat all subplots um, the family apparently works for the Illuminati, uh, and uh, yeah, you're like, wait, what? I did not remember this aspect of it, and I thought that it was going to be something where they maybe tried to lead us on to that, and we could kind of decide on our own if it was going to be true or not, and then, well, yeah. That wasn't Which the is case. like, yeah, it's just super fucking weird. And they try doing this like weird cloak and dagger thing where like they have Jenny's character like, oh, you need me alive for something. And he's like, oh, that you answered that correctly. Good job. And then like let her out of a bathroom. And then just it just it's just so weird, man. Like this whole subplot of like keeping her alive or not. It kind of just ruined it deflated the balloon because at that point you're like, oh, well, she's not going to get she might get fucked up, but she's not going to die because apparently they need her alive for something because they're trying to make final girls is what yes yeah i got out of it oh totally yeah the religious (laughs) experience of seeing like pure horror and or however weird tool music video guy says it organization is making final girls for some purpose for some fucking purpose right so they go downstairs to a jerry springer level of domestic violence and dysfunction and uh, Jenny gets the fucking shotgun, and I actually enjoyed this scene, uh, even though it's fucking crazy. Uh, it's like a weird, uh, you don't know if the shotgun's loaded or not loaded, and uh, so Vilmer kind of like puts the fucking gun towards his mouth as she clicks it, and it's not loaded, and then the joke's on everyone else because he turns around, fires it, and there was a 50-50 shot, his head would have been blown off. 
and it didn't happen, yeah. which I thought was like, oh, that's fucking gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was fucking cool. That was fun, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this. <laughs> you guys know my feelings on this. Yeah, I, I, I was just scrolling through Please. and trying to pull up that, that photo of like the worst leather face mask just to remind myself of whatever it's what it looks like and god no, yeah it's it, it, really it's it, it's real rough so and bad. that's 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 such a huge problem and now i i don't know whether to put i don't we obviously can't put that on the special effects artist we can to an extent obviously they made it so there's there's some level of their intrinsicness to it but it's the director allowing that and yeah. The artists would have had; they would have had much more success. I feel like as a younger artist to make a patchwork type of thing where it does look a little bit more ragged than trying to make almost like all of these, yeah, all like of these like are a just full and smooth, piece. yeah, yeah. Where it's like you already you had you didn't even have that in the first movie. Like the first movie, although they were uh, they were stitched, but even mm-hmm. the ones that were full faces still had like head scalp wounds and a bunch of other stuff too that made you feel like okay this person got like blunt force trauma to the head and the whole face was peeled off these just look like three inches of rubber on yeah top no of exactly better <laughs> like spray painted there's so many things that are just that glaringly feel like a direction taken on purpose and i disagree with all of it don't like it (laughs) oh my god absolutely so we are winding up to get into dinner but before we get into the dinner scene with fucking pizza with goddamn all right sorry you don't like pizza ross maybe they were gonna maybe they really like pizza and they were gonna like slice up people and put it on top of the pizza onto pizza oh ooh, like a meat lover they knew there was people yeah they're gonna use they like people toppings people toppers okay maybe all right Um, what did you call it ross long pork oh you mean long pig Mm. i have to talk about the fucking derp scream that Matthew McConaughey does when he hops on the car that Renee Zellweger's driving. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. He literally just goes... Oh, so what? she runs out the house, steals the car, and she backs up, and he's like somehow on the second story and jumps off. Yeah, I know the scene. I didn't notice the noise. Oh, my God. Okay, so the sound this this man makes going through is just fucking... And then just glands (laughs) on the... Oh, my God. Is this when uh, this is after the dinner party, right? No, this is before the dinner party. So before. she tries escaping. Okay, he, sorry, yeah, I'm like, getting my escapes yeah. mixed up. Yeah, there are a thousand escapes, all and none of them work out. Yeah. By the time you're like, just stop trying. You're like, you, you're not doing it right the first time. You didn't get it right the, like the fifteenth uh-huh. time. Just stay for dinner at this point. So yeah, no, she gets into like she yeah steals a car, wrecks the car, goes back to the house, and then we kind of get a little sneak peek at Leatherface's OnlyFans. And then what I believe is a consensual sexual assault in the kitchen by Darla and Vilmar for no fucking reason. That weird makeout. Su- I don't. I don't know what that was. All of that was really. Oh, uh, yeah. McConaughey and Purple Suit Lady. Yeah, they. Yeah, it seems consensual. They seem into like beating each other up. Yeah. It was- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. And like I've been, we've been talking about the whole fucking time. Uh, and in a total slap to the face of the entire franchise, uh, the Slaughters or Sawyers or whatever the hell you want to call them by the end of this movie uh, are having pizza for dinner and don't to be appear to be in any which way, shape, or form cannibals. Which 
Wh- Ross hates pizza. Uh, yeah, Ross is really anti-pizza. Is what I feel Giant like. Giant Ninja learning. Turtles can have pizza in my cinema. If I'm if I'm expecting cannibals, oh, only certain kind of people can eat pizza. Ross? Wow! No, 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 no. Wow! No, 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 no. You can reform. I'm just saying. I'm expecting cannibalism from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But we're expecting a we lot of get- things from Texas oh Chainsaw Massacre. But when you get <laughs> but when you get to the next generation. They're they're all about turtle power. This is the nineties. <laughs> this is the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> they're listed in the vanilla ice in the back. Uh-huh. It's just going fucking outstanding. Nineties turtle power. Turtle power yeah, pizza absolutely. was all yeah. the rage. They had just uh, discovered. Right. It. They're just they're, so they're just trying to catch on, <laughs> catch the trend. Just, yeah, just hopping on that pizza trade. Which mm-hmm. apparently the pizza was so good, Jenny wakes up to like just ravenous, mm-hmm. uh, and she finds a random ass dead family, uh, all of them yeah. painted like <laughs> Romero's Dawn of the Dead zombie blue, like fucking, and then oh my god, even bluer than the corpses is fucking Papa Smurf Grandpa yeah, at the end of the table, which is just so fucking weird. That man. was fun when he. Like animatronics to life. <laughs> oh my god! He's like, oh. Just, well, that's yeah, you dude. Can he see was, the it, makeup line around his like collar, his entire collar. Like it's just like, oh, it's so it's so bad. So, uh, yeah, kind of like the viewers of this movie. Uh, Jenny has had fucking enough of everyone's shit and is fucking pissed off. She says she's leaving. She fucking Leatherface gets up to scream and she says shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. And he does it. Yeah, of yeah, course. People does. must have loved that when this came out. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I feel like more insulting than the pizza or how he's just been like a the whole time that it to me is the Jenny, biggest just tell insult him, to the Oh my god, just tell him to shut the legacy. fuck up and he just sits down. Well, we didn't, we didn't even talk about the fact that Matthew McConaughey, to start this scene at the dinner party, walks into the room and says, all right, all right, all right. Like, yes. What? Yes. I yes, he that. does. <laughs> he says, yeah, he walks in doing his, yeah. He right, it's not like, right. let, wow. yeah. Because that was uh, from Dazed and Confused, right? Yes. Which I'm guessing this was like the movie after, after. Dazed and yes. Confused. He kinda, they did that on so. purpose. They yeah, he like walks in and goes like, purpose. all right, all right, all right. This is my they dinner did? party or something like that. He's Yeah, yeah, welcome. To- he wasn't like known for that yet, you know? I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but he definitely does it. So, yeah, Yeah. I can't, I can't, yeah. I'm wondering if it was just a McConaughey thing, because there's a classic. And part of one of his freakouts, it reminded me of uh, Wolf of Wall Street, that like beating your chest in Home Highway or whatever the heck he does. Um, I got vibes from that from one of the Vilmer freakouts. Well, dude, speaking of freakouts, uh, Jenny's complete uh, uh, just telling everyone to fuck off. Um, yeah, he gets such an rage. He apparently kills W.E. with a fucking hammer because we don't see him again after he gets hit in the head with a yeah. hammer. So he's pretty mm-hmm. much dead. Dude, I was the movie's so confusing that Grandpa woke up and left the motion picture. Like, he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame I, him. Yeah, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Brian was like, where do you go? You, you what are you doing? And I'm sure it's more interesting. Why do you get to leave, you lucky bastard? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Grandpa just goes, well, I'm out, and just fucking leaves. Uh, 
And then we get like, it just, this is just weird random acts of violence past this point. Cause Vilmar literally just pours gasoline on Heather's back and lights her on fire, which I mm, guess yeah. may be helping her out because she does have a huge hook. Right. I was like, back. Oh, that's just going to cauterize the wound you and just, she's going to be fine. Yeah, but no, that killed her. No. Yes. I don't remember at this um, point. No, 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 no. no. I don't it's, think so. She's almost dead. She's okay. She gets her head. <laughs> yeah. She's almost dead. She's like so close to being dead, but she's almost dead. Now we get the fucking. I'm not dead. I'm just very but, badly uh-huh. burned. <laughs> very badly burned. Um, yeah. And then this is, if, you, if this couldn't get any more off the rails, this is where it goes like off the cliff. Um, we get an unexpected visitor and uh, it is anonymous businessman and driver. So the Illuminati <sighs> subplot is actually real. <laughs> and um, middle oh management has now shown up. And uh, this dude is the Gordon Ramsay of Wholesale Slaughter. Uh, and he is appalled at the fucking operation. Uh, he wants them to know <laughs> the true meaning of horror. Uh, and apparently terrible subplots in films. Yeah, and then we get this fucking really weird uh, tool music video level of body modification. Oh, with his stomach? With Yeah, he's got this like weird grid pattern thing on his fucking chest. And, and then like... it, well, it appears to be like cat nipples underneath <laughs> yeah. that are like pierced. And like he's straight up like, and, and then he shows it to her. And then, like, just starts cause. licking her face oh, yeah. like a kid mm. with an ice cream cone on on fourth yeah. of July and just 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 all over nooks and crannies, uh, and then he just fucking leaves. Like he just goes yeah. like, all right, well, goodbye, everyone. Have a great day, and just completely backs off. Before he leaves, he talks to McConaughey for a minute. Yes, and he goes over to him to be like, "Look, I need you to do a better job," or whatever the fuck he's saying. Did you guys, was he, did he grab McConaughey's dick before talking to him for all this? I got the impression that below frame, he had walked up and grabbed his package and had this conversation with him. Uh, Did you guys get that impression? I'm the wrong person to ask. Uh, No, but I don't know if I was paying enough attention. Okay, so no, but now that you mention it? Uh, I want you to rewatch that scene and let me know. I wonder, because if, Ma- I wonder if Matthew McConaughey has a. I'll be more than happy to rewatch it again. Um, I, I wonder if Matthew McConaughey has a package clause where, like, maybe they film the scene and he's like, "All right, oh no, oh no, oh no, you're not." It's <laughs> 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 good. Holy crap! That was like almost fu- coming from the future. <laughs> That was pretty good. Oh God, Jesus Christ! So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it just and it makes no goddamn sense. And uh, I, I think Vilmar McConaughey wants to get this movie done as fast as possible because he stopped fucking around. He just crushes Heather's head off screen with those fucking ridiculous sound effects. And it looks like he's about to take a shit or have an orgasm. I'm not quite sure which. 
I thought he was having an orgasm. That's why I was just going to ask. Was this getting him off? Did, you, did that? Did he like come during that? That was kind of. I mean, I what would I assume so because shortly afterwards he takes his shirt off and just starts cutting himself repeatedly. Yeah, because so, usually yeah. after psychopaths have an orgasm, they have a really good cutting and then crying. So I think both of those happen simultaneously afterwards. Yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, well, that guy's visit did not help because this shit has gone off the rails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, they the rail train hasn't even fucking stopped yet. Uh, Jenny thinks this is the best time to fucking bounce as Rocky Horror Picture Show Leatherface uh, runs after her uh, with uh, Vilmar. And uh, you know who I feel bad for this entire fucking movie? The RV people? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Spottish. <laughs> Uh, yeah. the dubbed over the terrible dub job. Uh, also who the fuck drinks bloody Mary's in glassware <laughs> at the crack of dawn. This, the chasing well, that's when you break a, from, uh, drink a bloody Mary, but I mean, and if you're in the middle of nowhere in day. Texas, I mean, why not? I guess, but you're still in a mood. He's still in a motor vehicle. You know what I mean? Like you're still, I don't care when I'm retired. They're, they're retired. They're retired. Yeah, I don't care. They're doing kind of stuff. And we don't know so, that they died, right? You know what? They don't say if they lived or died. Their RV just kind of turns over and they get in a little yeah. crash. I, mean, I just assume the, the bad guys got them, but I guess. They wouldn't have, right? Oh, see, who knows? W- see, you know, the bad guys would have got them uh, <laughs> if a goddamn fucking crop dusting plane out of nowhere didn't come up and just kill Matthew McConaughey. So, okay, where the fuck was that plane from? Was that an Illuminati plane? Was that all part of no, the, like, wait, a random crop pl- dusting plane? The Illuminati? Yeah, right. I don't, like, why, why <laughs> any of that plane? <laughs> Okay, so the only two things I could possibly think of that why this would ever fuck because it comes out of nowhere. Like there's no right. There's no like she waves to a pilot who's on this plane like at the beginning of the movie. There's no there's no recognition of a pilot, right? Like that. Like at all. This is the first they, they time show, they show like, like, that you would see way, someone being like, like, "Oh shit, there's someone in trouble down there." I'm okay, just so, out here crop dusting. I yeah, so they show them. a scene where he's crop dusting a little right. before the chase scene. A little. But, like, yeah, no, I, I either thought Not it was really. like a Samaritan realizing what's going on, and then instead of, like, calling police, just swooping down and killing someone. Uh, or you're 100% right. I honestly dig more of the Illuminati henchmen than just good Samaritan killing people with an airplane. I don't, I assumed that, the, that it was a good Samaritan being like, that girl's in trouble. I'll swoop down with my plane. Well, then if we but, look at it this way, so then the... Because why would the Illuminati do that? Well, the Illuminati, okay, rolls up all of a sudden in his limo. And now that you guys, I guess, talked about it, it, it was the goal to make her into like a final girl. So maybe they yeah. were controlling everything. Maybe the RV people were also oh. Illuminati just playing a part. Uh, everyone in this whole world that Renee's been in has just all been playing this everyone part. Everyone except it's, her. it's a Truman what? Show type of situation. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, what if my this, rating just changed, guys? Changed dramatically. <laughs> what if the Texas oh, Chainsaw Massacre? I'm definitely watching this again. I'll let you know about the dick thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get back to you tonight. Um, <laughs> what if the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation was a film actually made by the Illuminati? 
to prove how ridiculous the Illuminati is. Be like, no, no, you shouldn't believe in these people. They have nipple rings and mm-hmm. hire all these backward crazy people. So, yeah, no, as Brian says, uh, yeah, the <laughs> Jenny gets in the car with the Illuminati guy and is just the guy. He's just kind of bummed out. He goes, eh, you know, when you're trying to get perfection and harmony, sometimes failures happen. Would you like to get dropped off at the local hospital or the police station? Yeah, which is kind and- the only goddamn huge fucking twist in this entire film is who decided to have a cameo at the very end of the movie. The cop who's interviewing her is Grandpa from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have uh, the original Sally. On the gurney. On the gurney. And then, uh, fuck, what is his name? Paul A. Uh, Paul A. Partain, who played Franklin. So the poor Franklin is actually the orderly. So there's three OG cast members uh-huh. at the last two seconds, and then we get a fucking ghost fart of a uh, a uh, nighty Leatherface dancing into the sunset, and then thank fucking Christ, this movie is over. <laughs> so I did read a theory that the reason we see Sally there and they kind of have that look is that, but this Illuminati organization that's making Final Girls is somehow doing it with a purpose of, like, acquiring Spir- them. So Spiritual they were, like, transcendence. Realize- they were looking at each other like it was a look to be like, oh, now you're part of... Part of the thing. The Final Girl Illuminati collection. <laughs> I <laughs> yes. don't know. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, absolutely. Oh, guys. Oh, garbage. This, um... This movie, man... I I remember watching this, not like when it first came out, but this was like one of the bargain bin VHSs that I picked up from like 1600 movies or like Blockbuster. Uh, that like apparently it was like they didn't even want to have it. And these guys had like stacks of just terrible movies. And I remember it being so edgy as a kid and then watching it as an adult. And the more I watch it, because I do, I maybe watch this every few years. I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. just to hurt myself. But <laughs> wow! Yeah, what did you guys? What did you do. guys think about this movie? Well, I mean, it's now as good a time as any to get into it and get our ratings, yeah. right? Yeah. Go yeah. for it, Brian. Yeah. You want me to yeah. go first? Are you going to be surprised? Yeah. Uh, Brian, um, no, here we go. go. Go for it. Okay, this movie was not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by by so many different standards and it's so just i don't want to say unfortunate because it's whatever it's a movie ultimately and what does it matter in this grand scheme of life and death but i hate you you see this is kind of mood it put me in no um <laughs> and i watched this over like two days because i kind of like we said i got in into it for a minute in the beginning i was like all right these mm-hmm. these people like whatever i get what they're setting up i'm not supposed to like these characters i really don't care about them i don't hate them one way or another like you guys yeah. did i'm just like whatever here they are we're gonna get them killed leatherface great and then it just slowly starts turning into you quickly realize that as soon as matthew, McCon- matthew mcconaughey comes on the screen that i'm like this is definitely going to be like be the Matthew McConaughey show. And I already yes. felt like Leatherface was taking a backseat. And then you just see that start progressing more and more. And as much of a fine performance as he does, I just feel like he's being Matthew McConaughey and his like exuberance of it, which is okay. He's the, the, the only standout character of this, which sucks because again, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and that should be Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah. Leather face, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So though I, I I don't know because it's not like it was star power and that's the reason to put this character at the forefront at this point right it was unknown so that's again a direction like the the director and what they did how they he he Mm -hmm. wrote directed right yes yeah what he did with this was just yeah the next generation changing everything making leatherface not the primary character making them not cannibals and that they're gonna have pizza making like (laughs) all these like we're gonna have no chainsaw kills like there's all these were so deliberate and i hated it so much (laughs) 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 i mean I don't know if we could. I, I'm going to give it one finger. I mean, just because okay. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to rate anything a zero or if we're doing that. You could go a half a half finger. a finger. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to give it half a finger just because okay. I don't feel like rating yeah. a zero. It's a movie I watched. It was I mean, it's it's fine. It had the name Leatherface in it. Well, they call him Leather. Hey, Leather, go get her Leather. God, that was hey, leather. fucking annoying. <laughs> leather Slaughter. <laughs> It was so. That's my feeling. Yeah, half a finger, just because you know we 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 had Leatherface for a second in there, and I like Matthew McConaughey's leg thingy. I thought that was funny. That was it got funny, annoying essentially yeah. uh, uh, towards the end, but like, and mm-hmm. I have a quick question. That was controlled by remotes. He, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> he had yeah. Oh, you would make a remote for it in case you wanted somebody to fuck with you. Okay. <laughs> like the 300 remotes that were in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, there, yeah, there you have it. Half a finger into the grave for me. Perfect. Yeah. Sam. What do you think, Sam? Yeah. Uh, so, I, I want to hear it on the scale. <laughs> really liked McConaughey's performance in this, even though I don't like the character. And I. It, it honestly all the sort of like disrespecting the franchise stuff i don't care about it's just not a good movie um so it's mm-hmm. it i i'm not knocking it down for that there's just nothing particularly redeeming about it mm-hmm. um i did like a fair amount of the lines and actually sort of the first half or so once it once killings first starts really starts going is when i stop liking it or once mm-hmm. they get to the house um which is actually a long time before we get our first kill in this movie uh as compared to a lot of the movies we've watched recently yes but uh my scale so is it rewatchable nah <laughs> that's that, that's gonna be a no for me dog yeah. is it recommendable that's also gonna be a no for me dog is it quotable it it is quotable there's there's a good amount of quotes in it that i liked actually um i'll i'd probably just give it a half a finger but for the sake of my rating i'm gonna throw in a full finger mm-hmm. then t-shirtable no not even a little bit what do i want granny uh <laughs> fucking leather face on a shirt granny oatmeal leather face and then does it have that certain shuttle i i don't really think there's much shuttly about it so one finger or maybe yeah no one finger okay, okay. one finger in yeah. the grave for me and that's only because i don't want to give it only half a finger i do like it more than half a finger but not more than one <laughs> <laughs> 
Ross, lay it on us, dog. All right. So um, this probably isn't going to surprise you. This is not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, I've no. seen yeah. I've seen astronomically worse. But as far as the franchise goes, um, this is bar none the worst installment of the series. Like this killed the series to the point that the following film after this was a reboot like they Mm -hmm. they had no logical conclusion of where the hell to take the story after next generation hit the scene um i do like matthew mcconaughey's performance i think some of those scenes are really fucking cool um i do agree with sam there are some really funny quotable instances towards the beginning and middle of this movie um Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it the ramble on stop it mister you're scaring me stop there it, you mister, go you're scaring you already said me. that we already said that one. Oh god <laughs> I'm, I'm such a bitch I'm just like my mother, mother. I would give this man I'm going to give this a I'm going to do two fingers in the grave for this one it is um and the only reason why I give it the extra finger, still very low for you. It's the lowest thing. I think it's the lowest thing I've ever scored uh, to date mm-hmm. in I the think podcast. So, probably. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I'm giving it the extra finger is uh, <laughs> no. Okay. So this has this weird, it's almost so bad. It's good in the fact that if you have a bunch of friends over and you guys realize how terrible this movie is, that this is like a commutative, uh, you can make a drinking game out of this. Or, uh, you know, like there's, it has enough fun stuff in this film that you could have a blast making fun of it and riffing through this film. And that's the only reason why I'm giving it an extra finger. Because it's like, you could occasionally use it as a party gag, but it's it's bad. I respectfully disagree. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I feel like if Sam and I turn this on we would have turned it off like and just watch yeah. something else that was more enjoyable no, totally respectfully no respectfully <laughs> absolutely to each absolutely. their own to each know. their own exactly no but, but that's yeah. actually why imagine- it doesn't even get a half a shuttle finger for me is because like i don't even think i'd have fun watching it with friends really ross you ross know? yeah ross would be in the other room be like guys guys you sure you don't want to come in and watch this wanna, this is real fun if we watch it back? together yeah no, <laughs> like, no 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 man no, we'll there. just arrange our action figures yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah, this is not really a movie. Like, if you're just doing it solo so you want to watch a good movie, this is not the fucking thing to watch. Okay, so there you have it, then. Those are our <laughs> reviews for this movie. Uh, wow. It's our, it's it's going to be our lowest one to date so far, but that's, that's, that's good. I think it did, mm-hmm. you know, brought out a different conversation to be had, which is, which is fun. And, and yeah. we can't I always be going... praising these movies. Uh, oh, well, of course you do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that. No, I knew going into this, that this was going to be a turd, but I think, um, I think we, we have, to, we, we owe it to our listeners that we give them good stuff, but we should kind of warn them about the bad mm-hmm. stuff too. And uh, this is this is this is borderline. No, it's not borderline. This is one that we would recommend. You know what? Watch all the other ones, and then if you just get bored on a day, maybe watch this. But don't. don't I'm officially saying, don't watch this. Don't watch this. 
<laughs> if like, you're a completionist, like even you if can you love leather, it, like don't don't watch, especially if you like Leatherface and love Leatherface, you'll be don't insulted watch it. by this movie. Like I would say, if you want to see the only reason to watch this would be to see an early bonkers Matthew. McConaughey yeah, if you are a uh, Mahana Mahana <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey completist, McConaughey, yeah, completist, <laughs> yeah. go for it. So 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 that's it. Um. Hopefully on our, our next one that we have out here, we'll have something that'll bring us, get us a little more jovial and excited again. But I want to do yes. more of these types of things. I want to like find that like whole up and down range. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we can move on. Oh yeah, because I mean, this one was just bad, but we're also going to cover right. ones that are so bad, bad. they're good. Yeah, and that's when you start totally. getting back that, that chuddle factor to it for sure. Oh yeah. Right, my ranking is based are on designed that. to reflect <laughs> that you it can be really bad, bad and, and still, still really love good. it. Yeah. Be, has nothing to do like objectively it's completely subjective (laughs) (laughs) and so we are going to go ahead and take one more break before we come back with our final segment of would you rather and we're back thank you very much for sticking around to the very end where we're going to go right into would you rather so i am going to say ross you came up with one what is it i want to hear i'm very very curious okay gents would you rather be trapped in a house with a murderer but you can't hear anything or trapped in a house with a murderer and you can't see anything interesting so murderer in both cases uh so in one scenario you'd be completely deaf and then the other one you'd be completely blind and someone in the house is trying to kill you i'd rather be in the deaf scenario same i think I agree. Um, sight is, I feel like, a very much more, I don't know, useful thing in that situation. Just because... Well, I, I get... I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know, because there's, there's obviously different kind of situations with both of them. But I feel like if, yeah, if I can, like, see around me is better be than... Be easier to find escape locate, routes. Yeah, and, like, yeah. locate escapes and all that stuff as well. But just, yeah, see anything... I mean, you could obviously hear someone creeping up on you, but I feel like there's yeah. a better chance of... How do you know where to go unless it's like your home that you're familiar exactly. with? Well, yeah, it, they're in your home. It was the thing, right? So, yeah, but still, you're going to need to escape okay. and then get eventually, I don't know, maybe be chased. It's true. Okay. What are you going yeah, with, Ross? Would... Um, Man, at first, uh, <laughs> I think this is because of the movie. Uh, it's a slasher film called Hush from 2016. It's about a deaf woman. I missed it. I wanted to see that. Oh, oh it's really good. Dude, it's really good. Um, that's I had the idea of that. I was like, oh, man, if I couldn't hear anything, and I was just like reliving the things that were happening to her in that movie, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'd be, fun. I'd be shitting my pants. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> see anything. And I'm like, well, no, but being completely in, figuratively and literally in the dark with someone in the, yeah i would much rather lose my hearing and still be able to be aware of my air like the area around me i feel like i could navigate that more than being completely blind right yeah ultimately yeah if you have to i mean i know it says it was in your house but you're gonna have to escape that situation like i mean just right. i feel totally. like yeah. and i feel like this would be one of those scenarios where like all the like the lights are cut out so much that you can't see them or that there's an alarm or something going on in the house so you can't hear anything it's not like your hearing's like just gone you know what i mean Oh, okay but mm. i would say even still i would still like to see what is going on even 
Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so that, that 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 was a fun one, different. Uh, but yes, I, I was exactly thinking of the movie Hush, which I would recommend as well. So I got one for you guys coming off of Reddit, my favorite place to go for these, and this is not this is another one of those multiple choice questions. So, mm. all right, hit me. Choose one of these perks for life. One out of six of your farts are cola scented. One out of a hundred are strawberry scented. Occasionally, so that's one, two. Occasionally, be a background character in Tom Holland's dreams. Three. (laughs) Once only, it says, but you can skip a poop at a time of your choice. Next one. Footlong subway. Just once? Yeah, it says only once, yeah. so that's one time. So but I mean, if poop. you're like worried you're gonna shoot yourself, you know, I would save it for that. If yeah, that, but if I but had that ability. Like, yeah, uh, a foot long subway sandwiches are thirteen inches for you. Uh, next one: reduce every one of your illnesses by forty-five minutes each, or every thirty push-ups you do produces half a banana in your kitchen. So there are your choices. All very uh, unimpressive, unimportant <laughs> things. There, the there's, there's like some caveats that, that they posted, but one of the big ones like is like with the banana thing, it's like you can't profit from it or record it in any way or show it and to anyone. It won't work. Kitchen. It's only in your kitchen and it only works if like kind of you're alone. It's just it says just accept right. your banana and move on. Not um, for a survival situation, though. Yeah, right. You do 30 um, push-ups and there's half banana in your kitchen at home. Exactly. What are you going to do about <laughs> it's that? It's not going to yeah. make you do it. <laughs> now you just wasted all that energy on the push-ups. <laughs> oh, man. I would say, I mean, the only thing that I feel would be even like a remote benefit would be being sick less for like 45 minutes less. Yeah. It's the only thing that I feel is like universally beneficial. Oh, I did like... the fart one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> interesting i uh, yeah i'm either between the 45 minute illness or maybe even the 30 30 push-ups for half a banana though is like yeah that's half of it that's not a, much banana for a, it's not a lot of banana dude like i don't care 30 that push-ups? much about bananas like at all i feel like meth rather do 30 push-ups and not get half a banana <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do that yeah, I know. <laughs> But I think ultimately, yeah, I'm picking the 45 minute less of an illness. So, yeah, I guess if you're sick, it just lasts 45 minutes less than normal. <laughs> the normal. Yeah. Um, it does nothing for me. So, yeah, I I'm guess. I'm going to be farting in people's face. Right. I, I have a feeling that's like. 100 farts. <laughs> one out of six or one out of 100. So, most of the time it's not. So, it's going to be taking a gamble. <laughs> I know, but I'll keep count. Well, I don't think it happens like every. On the sixth oh, and on the hundredth, right? It. It's yeah. probably like ah. Uh, I mean, I, it doesn't say specifically, but I feel like with the way these um that the way uh, work presented, yeah, it's not supposed mm-hmm. to be the most. Well, I'd still do it. I know you In would. The car, you're like, what? I'm, I wonder what I got this time. Ooh, roll the windows down. <laughs> <laughs> so for the sake of this vote, uh, we'll go with what ross and i picked just because uh majority rules i guess we'll say uh so the 45 minute each one this is only okay. has uh 231 votes but i think it was posted relatively recently 78 people with is the highest number agree with what ross said reduce every one of your illnesses by 45 minutes each 
Uh, coming in next would be 66 votes are going for the banana in the kitchen from 30 push-ups. <laughs> then it kind of evens out below that 30 for foot longs, which are 13 inches. Next comes in 25 people voted for the farts. Uh, 19 for background character in Tom Holland's dreams and 13 for skipping a poop one time. (laughs) (laughs) One time. All those people have had shit themselves recently. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wish I would have had that. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. So, so there you have it. Sam, did you have one to finish us off tonight? I do. So So you will finish us all off. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, the gore pit from the Bloody Benders, mm-hmm. or the bathtub oh. corpse from uh, mm-hmm. our movie, you got to climb into one of them. Oh. Like, kind of lay out and spread out. Got to get up to your, like, neck. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. Um, Maybe I'm going to, oh, my God. The gore pit was so foul-smelling, they said. Yeah. It would, yeah, and I mean, I guess however many bodies have had their blood poured into it, which, from what I understand, there's 1.5 gallons of blood <laughs> in a human. I think like I'm that. gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with the bathtub, and the only reason why Oof. I know it's a little grosser because there's an actual like full body, body in there, but it doesn't seem to smell. Because <laughs> the once his name goes in there, just very just, easily. Just as he <laughs> so maybe if true. I could get past that factor, I could like dip myself in. So that's where I'm going. I guess I'm gonna have to go the same route because yeah. otherwise, I, I right probably would have gone for the gore pit. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, but the way they describe dude. it, having to take a, apart that house piece by piece because it smelled so bad, so bad. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's I think it's <laughs> I think it's corpse bathtub all day because that's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he was able to just like walk right in past the skin mm-hmm. and the fucking thing. It was just like pss, pss, pss. <laughs> there it is. All right, corpse tub. Uh, for for all of us, how would you guys pick? Are you guys going corpse tub, corpse tub, or gore pit? Let us know on our Instagram, and that's where we come to the end of our episode for this evening. So we want to say we thank you so much for joining us here, and to our wonderful world of movies and and, and uh, what else did we do on this one a little bit of weird history, history. stuff yeah. um real gnarly. you know real gnarly everything that we do here we appreciate you guys listening and we would love to hear your opinions on it what do you like what do you don't like what would you do you have any suggestions for us to talk about do you have any stories that i should be reading to these boys do you have any gnarly bits of history sam needs to tell us all about or do you just have some outlandish movie that needs to be added to ross's repertoire of Mm -hmm. bogus and bodacious films for for (laughs) his wild uh mind there so we, we we want we want those we want them all and you know we'll probably throw 
them up here. And would you rather is the thing that we ended all off with. And yeah, give us give, give us all your suggestions and comments and concerns, please. So one final time, go ahead and follow all of us. Go ahead, follow Ross at Chuddle the Ross. Go ahead, follow Sam at Chuddle the Sam. Go ahead and follow me at Chuddle the Brian. All of us collectively on Instagram at Chuddle the Pod on Instagram yeah. for all of our individual ones too. Yes. And some Twitters, all slashers except for the main pod. We're gonna figure this out and really kind of narrow it down where you're gonna be able to find <laughs> us and talk to us. But but Instagram's the best place at Chuddle the Pod. Hit us up there and we would love to talk to you and interact and do all that stuff that I keep repeating. Do it. Just do it. Just do it, please. I'm begging. Just do you. it. Do it. <laughs> Go on Instagram. Do it. 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 So thank you all so much once again. And until next time, we'll be waiting. talk this much about this fucking garbage ass movie. <laughs> right.